Welcome to the Arizona Pickleball League Podcast. Presented by Jigsaw Health. It's fun to feel good. And now, your hosts, Ashley LaRue and the Orchard Security Guy. And welcome back to the Arizona Pickleball League podcast. We're on episode 33. I'm Ashley LaRue alongside the Orchard Security Guy, OSG. Hello, everybody. How was your weekend? The weekend was really busy. Um, Sifting through a lot of video from the last match. Um, So it it keeps you busy making sure everything's in order here. And uh, what a great match we had. It was. I mean, Scottsdale... um, Gosh, they got off the scores, you know, the first score, 7-11 to 11 on the first game. And then... Uh, Pesta, Against the surprise stingers. Yeah, surprise stingers. Yeah. And then they won the second set, which went to a set breaker. Which we always love. You know I'm here for the set breakers. Stingers up 4-2 mm-hmm. in the set breaker. Yep. Scorchers came back, won 5-4. And then uh, 7-11, the stingers won the third game. Scott still came back 11-4, so that means set breaker number two. Stingers up 4-2. to two. So Scorchers intense. come rallying back when 5-4. So it is super exciting. In the last two matches we've had, we've had four set breakers and one match breaker. So, I mean, as a fan, you really can't ask for much more than that. I mean, that is just where all the excitement lies, you know, the nail-biting and... Who's going to take it? I mean, I love seeing the close matchups this season. As you're sitting back here, they're up 4-2. You're like, okay, how's this with the match breaker? Who's going to play singles? Who's got the advantage? And boom, before you know it, 30 seconds later, it's like game point on the Scorcher's paddle. And I'm like, what just happened? I know. So super exciting. Very exciting. So on that note, let's go ahead and introduce our guest today, Mr. Kyle Kazuda, that pickleball guy. Hey. How you doing, Kyle? Oh, I'm doing good. Are you excited to be here? I'm pumped. Yeah, when you guys asked me to come, I uh, couldn't sleep last night. I <laughs> I was meditating on this for the last uh, 25 hours, uh, more than a day. That's how excited I was to be here. So you have you had any food or water in that time? No. No? no. And you feel fine? I'm 100% ready You're to go. You're glowing. Okay. <laughs> I am. It must be magic. It is. When you walk into the orchard, it's magical. <laughs> well, Click let's that. talk a little bit about your last match at the orchard mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Uh, yep. Tell us how you felt about that match. Yeah, we played the Gilbert Gladiators. Uh, I felt good about it. I mean, we lost. I didn't feel great about the loss, but right. the way I mean, we we went into a, let's see, we went to a set breaker. Um, is my memory right? We did a set. We had a set breaker in the first set, mm-hmm. and we won. Is that right? I'm trying to. Even, Gosh, every week feels like a I year. know. My mind is like back <laughs> to last week's match. Well, either way, we got to the end, and we got to we got to a second set breaker. Yeah. And in that one, we chose to put the girls out, and the Gilbert Gladiator girls came out firing, and they and they won um, pretty handily. Then we went to a, a matchbreaker, and I didn't feel amazing about going into a matchbreaker against right. their team. They have a great singles team. Um, overall, like when I left the, the 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 match, I was thinking back, and then I rewatched it. I did like how we played for the most part, um, but that's what's cool about the format is mm-hmm. one, you're never out of it, even if you go, you know, you lose the first set, two games to zero. If you lose the third. You know, the first game of the second set, you can still have a chance to to win the whole match. And so that's one of the neat things about the format. 
I just didn't love at the very end that we we uh, got smoked in singles. But yeah, overall, that was tough. Yeah, overall, it was a really good match. And I think the fans enjoyed it, too. Uh, it was back and forth. I mean, yeah. they got... I think it was two set breakers and a match breaker. Um, so that was that was cool. It was awesome. And it was our very first match breaker of the season, first and only so far. Mm-hmm. And the first time that we've done the coin toss yes, for that. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, we're huge fans of the tips that you put out all the time. We use them all the time, implement them in, into the when we play here mm-hmm. rack-wise. And one of the, the latest one was the, uh, I believe it was the game point. Oh yeah, management, which was a really good one. Which, when I was sifting through all the videos uh, from the last couple weeks, just you know, doing some security work, um, I ran into something that I, I thought was very interesting. RJ, is there a way you can play that for me real quick so we can get a recap of what what I saw? And this was from two weeks ago, I believe. And I think it's 10 to 4 here. Mm-hmm. I know. Tornadoes up and 10 to 4. We're going, yep. I know where this Good is. Good dinking here, side side to side. Oh, there's a great lob. You lob have two by or Kyle. three of those. Yep. And then. <laughs> Some amazing we, resets at the baseline. Up. Oh, there's the pop up. There we go. And then. Well, oh, Kyle, you, you booted uh, into the net. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Can you help us on this a little bit? Um, on the strategy here, is this? Well, let me. Uh, you you referenced the the video, the game point video. Should I should I should I you know intertwine this and yeah okay. yeah please, okay. for the viewers. Please. I was just viewers. really confused. Okay. When I was sifting through. Well, so for context, I put a video out. I know everyone's seen it, but I'll just remind. Um, I, I put a video out that was talking about game point mentality, which mm-hmm. which I think we've all felt, which is you get two ten four ten five in this case it was ten four or ten seven and you decide to do something you've never done before like you'll you'll go for a bigger serve because you've never you've never hit a big serve and you feel like now is the chance mm-hmm. or um you'll you'll rip a third shot drive as hard as you can even though you've never hit a third shot drive in your entire life because it's like now is the time to be the the hero of the point like, or you have some room to play you have some room to play so i think there's 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 more to it i mean there's there's the thought process between go and take the game and win it and then I also think there's a, a a larger thought process of how did you get to that place in the match? Like you got to 10-4 in our situation by doing a certain thing. Um, and then we often go away from that thing. I, in the video, I talk about like you have this body of work and you do all these things to get to that point. And then all of a sudden it's game point and you do something totally different that you either don't practice or in the video, I make this fun little joke about my friend Zach Silvernail who would do these like crazy backhand speed ups on his back foot. Shoom, like he thought that was going to work. And of course it didn't work right? because he never practices it. The other team expects it, whatever. Then it flips over. It didn't happen in this match, but it flips over. Their team gets the ball back and all of a sudden you go from 10-7 to losing 12-10. Mm-hmm. And like, how do we lose that match? Well, it actually started back at the point where you did that stupid thing that you've never tried before. So that was the point of the video. Now, that point right there, I actually, I think uh, I hit a lob, which I had done earlier in the match, and it was working. It was a great now, lob. Now, your credit, you didn't, I don't remember you lobbing at all last year, so it's definitely something you've been working on. It is. And have pulled it off several times well, so far this year. It is, and, and truthfully, uh, my friend Ryan Finley is like the best lobber, and I think a good skill to, to develop as you're trying to get better at the game is you, you take what other people do to you that makes you mad, mm. and then you put it into your own game. And so the, I actually played with Ryan. Uh, me and Cooper played against Ryan, this other guy, Kane, on Sunday night before this Monday night match. And I, we were lobbing. Uh, Ryan was lobbing the heck out of us. It was a big lob fest. We actually practiced in here. So we were back and forth. And Ryan's great at it, right? And so then I knew going into the match, Craig, and I'll say this right to the camera if you're watching Craig or listening, Craig isn't great at handling lobs. 
And so I went to the match and lobbed Craig a bunch of times, knowing he probably wasn't going to jump. Now, to Craig's credit, I played with him yesterday, and uh, Craig has changed his lob strategy, his lob defense strategy against me, which is kind of annoying. So now he's actually <laughs> good at it. But um, so I, I've been putting the lob in a lot more. It was actually inspired a lot by Ryan Finley and some others. Elise Jones lobs a lot. Mm-hmm. Some other pros, Callan Dawson likes to lob. Matt Wright likes to lob. Uh, I think it's super underused. Yeah. I feel like it's become more prevalent in the pro game than mm-hmm. I have seen in the last four years. Yeah, it, it definitely has. In, 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 I actually have a, a YouTube video on this where it just even shows like the ev- evolution of the thinking. I have a YouTube video where I mainly talk about lobbing from the right side of the court as a right-sided, right-handed player because you can kind of reach in and take a volley lob mm-hmm. um, up the line or cross court. But then recently, back to Ryan, and then even like watching MLP um, like a week ago, Gabe Tardio was doing this all the time, where if you're the left side player, you take a, like a, a middle dink comes to you and you lob out of the middle, which is actually what I did a lot in that match. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of go either direction. So I'm just like, your mind is open to so many different options when things happen to you and you drive yeah. home and you're like, wow, that was so annoying. I hate that guy. Those oh, are the lessons, Kyle. Yeah, those are the lessons. So that though, I lobbed them and then they went back and we had them back at the baseline. And I was like, how cool would it be to drop shot them for a win? <laughs> and so, well, they were getting everything else in your defense. They were. And I think, truthfully, I don't think that was a terrible shot. I do think if I would have made it over the net, I, I think they would have gotten it. And I might have bailed them out and brought them back to the kitchen. Which if you, you know, talk to some people, they're like, never drop shot. Like, you're bringing them back to the kitchen. I, I agree with that at times. But also, you know, I don't hate that shot. I don't know if I'd put that in a game point mentality. Um, Maybe I would, but either way. I mean, we, we ended up winning it on the next point, so that didn't come back to bite us. But, yeah, it was great defense by them. I think that – thank you for clarifying that. I needed to tell the people because I've been thinking about that a lot. And I <laughs> knew the moment you put that clip up, I knew you were going to say some, you know, some whatever. Did it oh, come to you in your meditation time? Over oh, the last 25 hours, yeah. for sure. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, tomorrow night we're going into the eighth match of the season. I mean, there are only three regular season games left in season two, which – blows my mind it's gone so fast um we're, we're quickly approaching the playoffs um but osg tell us what we can expect next week and tell us a little bit about the matchup well tomorrow night's going to be great because this is kind of we feel like this is a pretty rivalry game between these two teams it was yes. the very first matchup we had when we started the team format kyle you guys have a losing record against the scottsdale scorchers oh all time all time mm. Season one and season two. This potentially could be a lose, potentially may not make the playoffs. So it's kind of a high-stakes game, if you want to call it that. We're talking about the drop shots. If you remember the last time we played, Pessa hit four or five of those things Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things you guys are trying to incorporate? We have a sub. We'll get to that in just a second. That's going to play with you guys tomorrow night. But what are some of the things that you're going to uh, do to help with Pessa and the other Caden and the other teams to get that W? Oh uh, yeah, I mean we're gonna we have a practice today right after we're done, and we're gonna talk through some some things. I mean they're different now than they were two weeks ago. Um, they're, this, they're almost the same team as they were uh, last season mm-hmm. with uh, Krista Getchua's back, and now they have Pesa back on the team as well. So obviously men's is tough with Caden and Pesa, and we're gonna lob Caden a lot. I'm probably not gonna lob Pesa too much because he can jump higher. Um, so look out for that, and then. Uh, as far as mix goes, I'm going to be playing uh, with Dana against um, Pessa and Craig, or Pessa and uh, 
Krista, who actually just like annihilated. I can't remember who they played last week in the, with the Stingers match, but they crushed them. It was pretty easy. So I got some thoughts on that. Um, I mean, truthfully, I'm going to cross-court dink with Krista a good amount, um, mm -hmm. and I'll probably lob her a little bit. And uh, I can't say everything we're going to do tomorrow because I know everyone's listening right now. Yes. But the, I mean, like, back to the format, like it's not just one thing to win these matches. You know, it's cool because you can – you don't have to win all. You know, obviously, we want to win our first two and just make it easy. Yeah. Um, but there's a few different things I think we're going to try tomorrow um, to try to neutralize some of the things that they do really well. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, it's all up here. And so it's coming out It's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> the beautiful mind <laughs> of Kyle Kazuda. <laughs> yeah. So it should be a good match. It's going to be fun. As far as... Um, like, So you're saying there's a lot of strategy that you're going to be bringing out tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think in any of these matches, one of the cool things about playing at the Orchard 2 is all these matches are on YouTube. So if you want to like watch some film on somebody, it's like super high quality. You just go back and, on YouTube right. and, and watch. And that's really neat. You don't get that very much in tournament play because... Unless somebody has an old YouTube video from seven months ago, and you're just going to assume that the same player. Yeah, you know, like like I just watched them play. I was here last week. It's on YouTube. Um, I'm going to watch them play. I'll probably watch it again tonight and just put some thoughts down. And that's really cool. Just like practice game planning for a team and seeing if it can work. I did that last week, and we did that last week against the or two weeks ago against the Gladiators. And a lot of the stuff we talked about worked really well. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's exciting. It's, it's one of the cool parts about playing in the league. Yeah. You know? That's great. Well, tomorrow night, we do have one of your players, Jen Tavernier, is sick, mm -hmm. unfortunately, so she can't make it. She's going to have a sub, Glauca Carvajal Lane. Mm -hmm. um, you know her, but you've not necessarily played with her much. Um, she's supposed to be a fantastic player. I haven't had the pleasure of watching her play, so I'm looking forward to that. But any thoughts on... Uh, any different type of strategy or just oh, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's a bummer. I was texting with Jennifer earlier. Um, she said she yeah just came down with some sickness. She was going to the doctor's day, which which sucks because I know she wants to play. Yeah. Um, and she travels in every week. Um, but yeah, Glauco's, I've seen her play a little bit. Um, I saw her like last week just at the courts, but I watched her play like three points and then I was, I walked somewhere else. So I haven't seen her play a ton. Uh, everything I know about her, I've talked to a couple people. She's really good. She's mm -hmm. like a super cool person. She's actually coming here. We're all going to practice here in a little while. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a ton of thoughts tomorrow. I mean, I don't think the other team, an advantage to it is the other team hasn't seen her. And so right. for the most part, so they haven't, like, they don't really know what to say. I think Krista knows her a little bit. Um, I think a disadvantage is she's, you know, we're playing and it's a new thing. It's a new environment. There's a big crowd. It's sold out tomorrow. Um, so you know, there could be some nerves from her, um, just True. like all of us. And I you think know, that's first time at the orchard is always a yeah, interesting experience. It's different. I mean, you're not used to like getting called out, like we're at a Phoenix Suns game with mm -hmm. a spotlight on you. Like, that's a little bit, uh, nerve wracking at first, but I, but she's played a lot of high level pickleball. And so, uh, I think she's gonna do fine. I'm excited to play with her. Yeah. Awesome. You guys were four and oh last year, regular season, number one seed. You lost a couple weeks ago, one and one for this season. Is this a statement game to the rest of the team saying, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be here for the playoffs. We're going to be here for everybody to take another look at us. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't really look at, I don't know. I don't think that's like my outlook on life is like a statement game. I just, I'm going to, I'm going to, I think we also speak for myself. I'm going to watch film on the match. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to, um, just do like a, my game day preparation. I'm going to come in. I'm just going to play every point. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I just don't feel like thinking about that. It's so external 
it's like okay what what does that mean a statement game i think it, i was gonna ask that that was yeah. my next question yeah i, I mean <laughs> it is a statement well i i think a statement game that's like when you're asking like skip bayless and stephen a smith to debate if this is a statement game and this is like this is going to be the tempe tornado's legacy for like doesn't really matter <laughs> you know like we're going to play tomorrow and and uh if we win that's great and um then other people can talk about like you can talk about if it's a statement game um and you can define it too whenever you decide to think oh that. he will but uh yeah i think it's just it's just come on we get to like come play in front of a crowd on a tuesday night and it's the best thing ever i mean it, this is so fun it, it's uh i think that's the right attitude yeah it's i don't think you know look at it like that so i feel like you know. players tend to play better and uh to their full potential when they are having fun so i think prioritizing that mindset is really a great idea i have a little bulletin board in my house and i occasionally will like write a quote or something up or something i want to remember and there's something i read recently that that said that is like whoever is having the most fun wins and it was it was relating to the business and i I just took it to sports as well Um, it really applies to everything yeah so like i'm having a ton of fun i mean even with all the content stuff I, i think part of my reason my content has done well over time is one i've done it for a long time now but i just have i just have fun like i genuinely am having fun doing yeah. it um and i think that probably comes through at some some level it and totally does yeah and out here too like just is if we're having fun um mm-hmm. i think we'll play well yeah yeah i agree um so being an arizona pickleball league veteran so to speak in the whole two seasons been season been and a half that we've had years. Yeah, <laughs> um how do you think this season compares to last season as a player it's 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 better it's better um like anything the first time you do something you're going to learn a lot and then you mm-hmm. change and that's a credit to the whole orchard team the the one you guys have done a great job marketing so the fans have been here the whole time that was probably the same there's been a lot of fans last year there's still a lot of fans this year we can only have so many people in this building before yeah. the the firefighters come over and tell us this out <laughs> um but i'd say the the format change was the is the biggest noticeable difference of just the way the matches go like in every and that was the intent i know when you all were thinking about it but every game matters mm-hmm. all the way to the fourth game so you could be down zero three technically and still win the match which is really unique, um, and and that has been cool. I think it's been really good for the fans because the fans have something to look forward to. There's still something on the line. Right. There's still stakes. And so that's probably the biggest difference. And then just um, some other players came in, and that's been, I think, the level has risen, no doubt. Just like in any of the leagues around the pickleball world right now, the level has risen everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's been the same here at the Orchard, and so that's just made for better play. Uh, more interesting viewing experience for people who are watching online. As I see, there's like thousands of people watching these matches uh, on YouTube, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, it's, it's better. I mean, season three will be better than season two. And yeah. I think four will be better. Lord than willing. Three. So I think 27 will be better than five, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> what do you think of the set breakers, the format? Do they, the game to five win by one single serve side out? I love it. I mean, it, I I think it's the principle of, of um, there's like these multiple peak moments mm-hmm. there's, there's this book called power moments that i read a long time ago but it was uh these guys just talking about like you want to create these moments in life that are memorable and he talks about these different ways that you can do that and and all those things i think that's what this format does is like you have the possibility after the first set of a moment and then it's like could be a really intense moment it could be a blowout or it could be five mm-hmm. four you could be up four two like last week and then lose five four it's like mm-hmm. holy cow that just changed the whole complexion of this match and then you get that potentially again in the second set, and you might even get it again as the match breaker. Mm-hmm. So I think um, 
just overall it's it's cool and we didn't have that last year and right. and last year i truthfully a lot of the matches got boring if one of the teams dominated early on if it was a blow and that's just truth yeah and like yeah. the fans like you want the fans to leave on a high and they didn't a lot last year if it wasn't a, a close match and I think the fans are almost always leaving on some sort of a high yeah. in these matches, which is a great change. Yeah, We have been super happy with the yes. format. Yeah. Um, okay. So unless you have another question, I want to switch gears just a little bit. I know you're one of the very few people that have seen the Arizona Pickleball League documentary mm -hmm. teaser. Mm -hmm. I did. I did. What do you think about it? Do you think it's going to be any good? No. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Just to fill you in, if you're watching, um, the Arizona Pickleball League documentary is currently in editing. We filmed a documentary of the making of the Arizona Pickleball League last season, and we will we have a release date of you know first quarter of 2024. Yes, featuring yours truly. Yeah. Well, of course, I, I think it's sick because I'm in it. Uh, I watched the teaser uh, like six times, and oh, I was wondering where all the views came from. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> seven views right now. Um, but no, no, it's a uh, it's sweet. It's, I mean, it's, you guys are doing the best thing. I mean, I don't, people ask, often ask me like, how could they replicate something like this? Mm -hmm. And you can definitely replicate the facility. This isn't like my, you guys have done a wonderful job, no doubt, but it's like possible to get the exact same signage and yeah. whatever. You can buy all this stuff, but what you can't buy, um, well, maybe you can, but it'd be really, really hard is the, the team behind it and, yeah. and the skills. And um, the fact that you guys, you know, invested to do a documentary is super cool. And then to be a part of it was, it was a really awesome experience I, and i'm excited to see it mm -hmm. and then yeah seeing the teaser is just like it's like these moments like there's a moment to see the teaser was this yeah. cool moment and i know i actually texted um cole who's one of the who, he's the documentarian we hired to yeah. do the film yeah i texted him earlier and i was in the i was in the um, car about to leave my driveway i just did a little voice message to him and i was like hey cole just make sure you go on a walk today man because i know he's just like editing <laughs> he's in the weeds editing. he's in the weeds editing. absolutely and so i'm super excited to see it yeah so are we. We're super thrilled. You guys are going to love it when it comes out. Um, hopefully you'll all watch it. Um, let's go ahead and talk about whatever last thoughts you have, OSG, before we... I mean, this has been such a great chat. I, I feel like time is really fast exactly. with you, Kyle. I, I, that's because um, I don't stop talking. That's like <laughs> I know, but everything you say is just like truth bombs. Uh, okay. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Pickleballers, I want to talk to you about strategies and game plans similar but completely different a plan is an arrangement pattern program or scheme for a definite purpose a strategy however is a blueprint layout design or idea used to accomplish a specific goal that is open for adaptation and change when needed. I mean, think of Maverick. He got shot down in Top Gun. That probably wasn't his blueprint, but he adapted, stole an F-14, blew up two fifth-gen fighters, and then landed that F-14 without a nose gear. So for your next match, don't go in with a game plan, but come in with a good strategy. Go to the backhands. Mix up your thirds, some drops, some drives, lobs. Have a good point construction 
And finally, make sure on that blueprint, it includes you getting to 11 before your opponent does. Until the next episode, good night.